0: are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hey, it's Mike Stevenson. You can find me on Twitter at Mike's on First. I'm the host of this here baseball program called Locked On Cardinals covering your St. Louis Cardinals as we have been dating. Monday through Friday, all season long. Why interact with the show? Leave us a voicemail. I'm sure a lot of you've got some uh, strong opinions about what's been happening on the field as of late. 615-499-6690. You can leave a voicemail. You can text that number. It's all. The, it's all the same. Rate, review, and subscribe in Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, that's where we are. So on uh, yesterday's episode, I was... I think it's fair to say that I was livid. Um, to me... It was inexcusable, the performance of the Cardinals over the last few days, compared compared to what we've seen them do. It's not that I'm not going to go on any kind of rants today. It's not that I don't have things to say about what's been happening. But the facts are facts, and, well, here we go. After tonight. The Cardinals are now one loss away from elimination. And not just any kind of elimination. They are one loss away from being swept. In fact, they're not even one loss away from just being swept. They're one loss away from being just totally, utterly humiliatingly just, just swept. It's like someone walked in with a leaf blower and just blew them right out of the postseason. Cardinals lose last night eight to one, and not even Flaherty was enough to slow down Washington, who is starting to take on the mystique of the team of destiny. And honestly, if if I'm being real with you, they they do have that feeling about them. It very much feels like 2011 for the Washington Nationals. Getting in as a wild card, facing elimination against the Dodgers, one of the, well, the best team in the National League. And uh, going on to face the Cardinals, who they are, well, summarily just destroying. So... Uh, we do have some text and phone calls to get to in our second segment, per usual. Um, but yeah, I mean, just just utter disappointment. And uh, Jose Martinez has been the most effective player in the lineup in the National League Championship Series. Six sixty seven. It's his batting average, his OPS of fifteen hundred. Uh, DeYoung finally had himself a night. That's about it. You know, we really wanted Mike Schilt to change up the lineup. And, uh, he did. By inserting Jose Martinez. And batting him fifth. That's about what he did. Put him in right field. Bench Carpenter, as he should have been doing all this time. And, uh putting in Edmund at third. Not that Edmund's doing any better. So the Cardinals uh, offense still struggling mightily, still swinging at bad pitches. Matt Carpenter coming in for a pinch hit. Ann Rogers on Twitter posted the uh, breakdown of his at-bat as a pinch hit. Six pitches, three balls, two strikes before getting rung up, rung up looking. He didn't swing at a single pitch. Some of those he had no business swinging at, and that's fine. There's a few in there he should have swung at. And by the way, when you're pitch hitting and you're down like that, you don't just look at the last pitch. You know, you do this thing called a defensive swing. It, it's just. I didn't even finish the game. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, I started watching reruns of Friends on Netflix. Because I, I'd seen this story. I saw how it goes. Now, the one good thing, you know, the Cardinals racked up seven hits. They converted one of those into a run because of Jose Martinez. Marcelo Zuna has continued to show this postseason why the Cardinals shouldn't re-sign him. Of course, that's going to give them all the reason in the world why they should re-sign him after a bad base running error early in the game, where I don't know if he was trying to draw the throw to let Jose Martinez get the first i don't I honestly don't know what he was thinking. What I do know though is it shouldn't have happened. This was a team that was very solid on the bases all season long. It's like they completely forgot how to run the bases. Ah. And on top of that, he tried to get all flashy out in left field. Sliding to make a catch. He didn't make the catch. And it was that play right there that completely unraveled Jack Flaherty. Now, for the first time in a while, we can say that Flaherty... Uh, he well, he wasn't his best. The slider was lacking a little bit of command. The fastball was lacking a little bit of bite. Flaherty only was able to go four innings pitched. Um, gave up five runs. Or excuse me, gave up five hits, four runs, couple of walks, six strikeouts. Uh, the ERA nine in the National League Championship Series which I guess doesn't particularly matter because that was going to be the last start of the season for him anyway. Uh, The bullpen uncharacteristically gave in and gave up some more runs. Uh, Webb, Brevia, Ponce de Leon all giving up runs. And it says Cabrera, the only one coming in with a clean inning. But you know what? I'm not even mad at any of them. I mean, if you're Flaherty and you see what these guys are doing, these jokers are doing behind you, I mean, does it really matter? You know, Webb and Rebby, this team plays like it's already been defeated. In a lot of ways, it's halves. You know, when you go down 0-2, come back for game three, Nationals are living in the Cardinals' head rent-free. I mean, it's just, it's just embarrassing. Everything about it is embarrassing. There's, there's no other way to put it. There needs to be some systematic changes from the top down. Now that's not going to happen. Mo's still going to have a job. Gersh will likely still have a job. You know, after this series, I, I honestly don't know about Mike Schilt. I mean, I believe he's still going to have a job. Don't get me wrong. I'm not calling for his job, but you have to wonder if, if. If Mo is looking at this and and wondering why he's acting so much like Mike Matheny. Unless, of course, Mike Matheny and the way he was managing was just fine with Mo. And they only finally got rid of him simply because of the fan outrage at how bad the Cardinals were uh, right before the All-Star break in 2018. You know, and that's another thing. Let's talk. Let's talk about Schilt. and we're going to get in, get into this a little bit more in our second segment. But this idea, this idea of loyalty, this idea of those are my guys, those are my guys. That, as much as anything else, is lost in this series. Unwilling to make changes and willing to bench particular players regardless of how they'd feel about it just i mean you can't even be mad anymore you just it's just disappointing and it goes to show that the St. Louis Cardinals of 2019 lucked their way into a National League championship series they lucked their way through the Braves yeah, yeah, the Braves choked it up in game 5 for sure. You know, they barely beat the Brewers. They got lucky and got some good wins against the Cubs when maybe they shouldn't have. Those that that series sweep all decided by one run. The offense has always been a problem. Always. You know, and that's something else, you know, you talk about, you know, you you listen to people on the radio, you listen to other Cardinals podcasts, and they act like that 13-run offensive outburst against the Braves was the norm. And that this idea that they've scored all of two runs in 27 innings is not. The two runs is closer to the truth than the 13. That's just how this team rolls. <sighs> Anyway, uh, hey, be sure to check out the Vivid Seats app. They can help you make a memory that lasts a lifetime. Yeah, just download the app. Take a look at what you want to do, where you want to go. then use the promo code POSTSEASON to get a discount of up to $100. And hey, who doesn't want a discount of up to 100 bucks, especially when you're trying to treat the family or friends or whatever the case might be to an event that... You guys are going to remember forever. Vivid Seeds can help make that happen. Download the Vivid Seeds app. And again, use the promo code POSTSEASON to get a discount of up to $100. Again, that promo code POSTSEASON to get a discount of up to $100. Download the Vivid Seeds app today. (laughs) Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Hey, welcome back to Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Rate, review, and subscribe in Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else you listen to your favorite podcast. All right, uh, this is the section of the show where we uh, listen to your thoughts. We got uh, some text messages, and uh, we, we actually have a voicemail that I almost decided against playing. And the reason why is, uh, I'll be honest, I, I'm, and I'll say this when we play it, I appreciate the fellow listening. I don't have his name. I don't know if he listens on Twitter or follows me on Twitter or anything like that. Um, but it didn't, it didn't age very well. And we'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, so first of all, if you want to contact the show, you want to leave a voicemail, you want to shoot us a text, the number is 615-499-6690. Uh, uncle Frank, he's back and he had some pregame thoughts. So these are thoughts. I saw this earlier today, Frank, or earlier yesterday, I should say, Frank, uh, before the game. He said, I had thought about moving Munoz to third with Edmund to short and J-Mart to right. However, I just saw that Edmund has not played any at short. That really seems odd. But Munoz has played a few games at short, and, this, and his defensive metrics aren't bad. Why not give Munoz a shot at short? Uh, his bat has been steady, if not spectacular, and it'll be interesting to see the lineup when it comes out. Then he adds, I realize maybe Munoz at short is an outside-the-box idea, maybe desperate, but at this point... You know what? Uh, Frank or Russ, I, I, I'm with you. You know, tomorrow, why not? You know, as bad as everybody else has been, I mean, so far in the postseason, Molina's batting 111. It may be sacrilegious. Why not give Weeders a start? Just to see. I mean, we know that's not going to happen. We know Munoz isn't going to get us started short because why would you ever start somebody else, right? We're about to get to that. Uh, I know I know. Russ is as frustrated as I am. Uh, let's see. Our next text, I don't have a name, but he says, Hey, I've been listening to Lockdown Cardinals for a while, and I'm a big fan. I have some thoughts on the Cardinals lineup. Is it just me thinking this, or should Tommy Edmund be batting uh, two or something like that, or batting second or something like that? I'm just a sixth grader, so I probably wouldn't know, but what are your thoughts of the podcast go-carts? Well, I, since I don't know your name, I appreciate you listening, and uh, you're not wrong. I mean, Tommy Edmond hasn't, hasn't been all that spectacular. He's not got a hit at all this postseason. Um, so he's got to shoulder some of the blame and frustration. Now, I will say this, a lot of the the onus isn't on him to perform, maybe quite like somebody like Paul Goldschmidt or Marcelo Zuna or Dexter Fowler or Colton Wong. But uh, you know what? Why not? Let's stick him at second. Let's put Wong in the leadoff spot. We'll have Munoz in there too. Between you, me, and Russ, uh, little dude, we're going to have this all figured out just in time to watch him get swept. <laughs> I do appreciate pre, appreciate you listening, my man, though, and uh, keep it up. Hope that everything's going well for you in the sixth grade. All right. So this uh, voicemail we're about to play is a little bit long, but we're going to play it for you, and uh, then we will uh, respond to
0: it. And uh, yeah. Hey Mike, what's going on? Uh, just listened to the show, uh, the ones uh, for today. Um, you know, I'm calling in here, and I just got to say, look, I love the show, but like, I got to disagree with with a lot that was said. Um, you know, talking about how you that you think that we should bench um, Matt Carpenter, we should bench Colton Wong, or we should bench Matt Carpenter, we should bench uh, just just different guys like that, or DeYoung, and uh, just guys who aren't hitting. And then also in the standpoint of talking about Marcel Zuna putting a lot of blame on him. Um, I think it's pretty simple. I think it's hard to, you know, do th- I agree with Mike Schultz leading off Dexter Fowler? I might be, in, you know, the only one here, but I do. Uh, I've said this since the beginning. This team, you know, you got to stick with the same lineup that got you to the NLCS. Um, whether, you whether you know, someone likes it or not, and that's just the way baseball is. Uh, if you were to take, you know, if you were to take, uh, you know, Paul DeYoung and these guys, like, you know, out of the lineup like that or put a Rosarina in. You know, I don't want to see a lineup with, you know, Munoz or somebody like that in a game three of an NLCS. You have no clue what you are going uh, to get. You know, with, with the starting lineup, yeah, they're not hitting like they should, but, you know, Azuna and Goldschmidt really lone-handedly carries this team to the NLCS, off, I mean, NLCS offensively. Um, you, you can't ask anything else of Azuna and Goldschmidt right now, you know, at least for the first two games. Without these two guys in the middle of that lineup, we're not even in the position that we are. Uh, so I think that, look, yes, yeah, cool that we got Jose Mart- Martinez in there for game three, but at the same time, it's just, this is a lineup that got us to this point, and it's the way baseball works. That's the way Mike Schilt's going to work. That's the way the you know, front office is going to work. You can't um, – this team's already exceeded expectations, and, you know, it's not good. At least they got two games under their belt. You don't want to put a fresh guy in there. Uh, it's going to be, you know, has never had any experience with this in his life. So, uh, look, you know, we, I think everybody in the organization, you know, the fan base needs to take a step back and, and just calm down a little bit. Uh, this team has had their backs against the wall before. Um, and, you know, they, they came out on top. And, you know, we've been like where we're the pitching we're facing with Scherzer and Strasburg and Corbin and, um, you know, even Anibal Sanchez is a, a good pitcher. Um, this pitching's really good. It's more about getting, you know, they're, they're pitching better than us. Uh, they they you know of course uh, it's just it's been a tough series so far, but um, what I'm trying to say is we gotta stick with the lineup that got us to this point, and that's just because that's the way baseball works
1: uh, well, number one, I appreciate you listening, I really do, and I appreciate a passionate response like that, uh, number two, to borrow a line from Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, The Last Jedi, which is about as bad as this Cardinals team has been this series. Everything you just said was wrong. All right. So a couple things. Let's let's break down your call. You talk about you got to go with the lineup that got you there. But you have to realize this lineup didn't get you anywhere. Your pitching and your defense did. That's number that's that that's for starters. This lineup has been what you're seeing these last three games is this lineup. That is this lineup. Goldschmidt in the National League Championship Series is batting E3, I love Goldie. He's my favorite player on the team. He's not performing. He went 0 for 4 uh, in yesterday's Game 3. Ozuna, I've never said anything about benching Ozuna. He went 2 for 4 in yesterday's game. He's not doing really much better. Uh, but he is getting some production. I never said bench Colton Wong. He's not betting on the great 0 for 4, but the defense is stellar, so you got to leave him in there. Dexter Fowler, Paul DeYoung, Matt Carpenter should all be benched. All of them. Matt Carpenter, by the way, if you watched the game, you saw him not take a swing at a single pitch. Not one. Dexter Fowler. The guy that you're saying that we should leave at leadoff. We have to go with the lineup that got us there. Well, if we do that, then you're going with a guy who's currently 0-for-11 with six strikeouts and only one walk. His OPS is the same as Goldschmidt's batting average. That doesn't make any sense, does it? 0-for-11 with six strikeouts. He's striking out more than half the time. (laughs) You can't have that in a leadoff guy. You just can't. This lineup didn't get you to the championship series. This lineup didn't get you through the National League Division Series. Sure, they had that Game 5 explosion. But that might be, let's face it, a little bit more of a pitching breakdown than an offensive breakout. I mean, really, when you sit there and you really take a look at it, they draw their walks, but they are also actually performing up to par in that one game. But they are also taking advantage of defensive mistakes, taking advantage of of just beach balls up in the zone. Something else I want to take issue with, you talk about their pitching just being better, Scherzer and Sanchez and Strasburg. Is it really that much better? In this series, is it that much better? Strasburg gave up seven hits. The Cardinals just couldn't seem to get him around the bases. Either they were making outs on the bases, like Marcelo Zuna, or they were popping out, or whatever the case might be. With Scherzer and Sanchez, you had Michaelis and Wainwright both pitching gems. Guess what couldn't back you up. The lineup that you say got us there. Scherzer wasn't pitching any better than Wainwright. Not really. Sanchez wasn't pitching any better than Michaelis. The difference is the lineups. All right? It's not like the... The fact of the matter is Mike Schilt is so stuck on this loyalty thing, this loyalty thing, unwilling to make any kind of changes. And I don't know if that's from the top. I don't know if that's from Mo. I don't know what that is. Randy Orozarena, I'm sure, isn't getting, getting a start simply as punishment for, you know, broadcasting that locker room talk. By the way, the fact that that got out and now this is happening to the Cardinals makes Schilt look just like an all-talk, no-action manager. For sure. Something else I'm going to take exception with. You talk about you don't know what you're going to get from Munoz. You don't know what you're going to get from Randy or Rosarena. You're right. You don't. You know what you're going to get from the other guys, though. Nice, big, fat goose egg. Fowler, it's very, very likely, by the end of tomorrow, when I'm predicting the Cardinals get swept, Fowler, if we're lucky, might go one for 15 in this series. And there's going to be people just defending the crap out of him. It's not all on him either. You know, like I said, the Young, Young got a couple of hits tonight. Didn't amount to much, but he still got a couple of hits. You know, Jose Martinez, he's been the best player so far. You got to make some changes. You got to. You can't stick with these guys. That's not baseball. That's not how baseball works. Baseball is a game of adjustments. And the adjustment that Mike Schilt needs to make is adjusting the lineup to try to get these guys shook up, to get some of these better bats near the top of the lineup instead of leaving the guy up at the top that strikes out over half the time during the series. Again, Fowler, for all of us at home, keeping count. 0 for 11, six strikeouts, one walk. That's your leadoff guy. No, you you got to bench him. Valor has to be benched. Um, Carpenter was benched. That was good. We saw exactly why. Came in for a pinch hit. Bat never left his shoulder. Just no good. All right, quickly, um, since elimination is on the verge of happening, a quick offseason uh, goal list for the Cardinals. You can tell me what you think. And, by the way, if anybody wants to respond to what – Our friend here said, by all means, let me know. 615-499-6690. I am going to be the first to say, though, we are not going to have any kind of rudeness or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We all were, I mean, I know we're all on edge with this team. But if we're going to respond to each other, we'll be done so with respect, just so we're all aware. All right, so some off-season goals for this team. And that doesn't mean these things are going to happen. It's just what I think should happen. You got to find a way to move that Fowler contract. You have to. You know, bring up Dylan Carlson and stick him in the leadoff spot because as bad as everything's been offensively, put him in there and just let him get his reps. That's number one. Number two... I would call every American League team that might even be slightly interested in try to move Matt Carpenter. It's clear he's an American League player now. You know, maybe the Rays would be able to send Tommy Pham back. I have no idea. But, and I know, I know seriously they're not going to do that. But you got to try to find a way to move both those contracts, Fowler and Carpenter. You're probably not going to be able to do it. If you can maybe move one. Uh, by all means, please. Uh, number two, or excuse me, number three, don't Ozuna, don't even think about re-signing Ozuna. Uh, it's just not worth it. The bad base running, the bad defense. Uh, uh, you know, if if he carried a big bat like he's supposed to, and you see flashes of it sometimes, but not very often. If he carried that, it'd be a different story. Now if he wants to come back in like a two-year deal that's really, really, I mean really reasonable, that's also a different story. Uh, but if you're me, and I've said this before, if J.D. Martinez opts out, go get J.D. I know there's young guys down there, but you need a you need another big bat behind Goldie. Goldie's only going to thrive at Bush and with his team if you got some protection behind him, J.D. Martinez will be that guy if available. Um, it's time to install Tommy Edmond at third base as his position for sure until uh, Gorman gets ready. The young Wong's okay goldie's not going anywhere. you got Molina for one more year at least at the moment he may sign another extension. I don't know uh the outfield though of course left would uh, to me is up for grabs uh center should uh center ought to go to uh, Carlson and then right field depending on what happens with Fowler should be open uh guys like Bader O'Neill all trade bait you know you got to improve the pin uh the starting pitching I think it really is probably good enough and uh, I don't say that lightly because I'd love to have Garrett Cole but that's a pipe dream he's going to a team on the west coast that's where he's from unless he just gets an offer that completely overwhelms him. (sighs) All right, it's been a night. Let me know your thoughts on uh, the game, 615-499-6690, lineup construction, all that stuff. Let us know. This has been Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Rate, review, and and subscribe on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you listen to your favorite podcast.